is Wednesday, November 2nd. The title for our devotional is Be Like God. We ended yesterday by recognizing Jesus' call to love our enemies as grounded in the actions of God himself. Let's read the text again, Matthew 5, 43-48. You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. In verse 45, Jesus says that if we love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us, we will be, quote, children of our Father in heaven. In this culture, a child did what his father did for a career. Jesus would have been expected to be a carpenter, as his father Joseph was. So being a child of someone indicated not only biological relationship, but also functional similarity. Jesus points to what we would now characterize as the common grace of God. God causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good. He sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Lamentations takes it even a step further. Because of God's common grace, he relents from sending his wrath that our sin is owed. Lamentations 3, 22-23 says, Because of the Lord's great love we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Therefore then, it is only by God's common grace that he relents from consuming sin and sinners in his wrath. As Paul writes in Ephesians 2, 3, Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. That is what we are owed. But in God's grace, he relents. Romans 2, 4-5 reads, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath, when his righteous judgment will be revealed. So God shows his kindness by restraining his wrath against evil and evildoers. His mercy is new every morning, allowing sinful humans to live, sustaining creation for another day, and giving time for the fullness of his elect to come to faith in him. His love for his enemies even extends to the good that creation produces for them, represented in this text by the sun rising and the rain falling. He then ends this section of his teaching with a rather strong statement, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Wow, right? That's even a step further than his previous statement in Matthew 5.20. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. That's strong enough, as the Pharisees were thought of as the most holy, righteous people in their culture. Here, his followers are called to be perfect like God is perfect. Of course, no human meets this standard apart from Jesus, which necessitates our need for atonement. This God graciously provides in Jesus so that we as sinful, imperfect humans can put on the righteousness of Christ through faith in him. This is an even greater grace that God gives to us when we were his enemies. This will pick up on Friday. Now, of course, to be clear, upon Jesus' second coming, God will issue his final judgment of his enemies. On this day, he will either destroy or condemn to hell evil and all those who do evil. That is when his final wrath will be poured out. This we are not told to emulate, however. This final judgment we are called to leave to the hands of God, the only one who is the perfect, just, holy judge. Romans 12, 19-21 says, 
Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not become, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Reflection time today. Reflect on what we are owed by God as a result of our sin. The Old Testament texts of God's just punishment towards sinners. Think the people of Canaan when the Israelites came into the land, or the destruction of the people of Israel at Mount Sinai after the golden calf incident. That is what we are all owed because of our sin. It is only by God's grace and mercy that he relents and restrains from pouring out his wrath. If God were to operate only in the category of justice, that is what we would all receive. But he operates also in the category of grace and mercy. His mercy is new every morning. So thank you, God, for that. Or else today we would all be consumed.